What happens when you give a tsundere chihuahua energy and crank it up to 11? Let's find out. We watched Toradora and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Hello and welcome back to Kawaii Disappointment, your weekly journey through the worlds of anime. With you as always is me, your host, producer, Weep of All Trades, and bespectacled best friend who knows the real you, PJ. And me, your molting bird who can't speak even though they're trying so hard, Skylar. And joining us as always is our dear friend and latest victim of the Palm Top Tiger, Lauren. Hi, I am that person who nods when they don't understand what you're saying because they That's are That's what's happening. Very... Yeah. <laughs> About asking you again, what did you mean? <laughs> well, you're going to be nodding your head more in confusion because this week we are watching Toradora as we continue through Romance Month. So Lauren, tell me, based on that name alone, what do you think this anime is going to be about? Okay, so you know when you're in Spain and you see like bullfighters um, and they shout Toro? That's not at all what this is, but that's the only thing I could think of. So it's kind of like that, but it's the opposite where... I think we're going to watch like a Ferdinand situation where there's like a bull and he's going to fall in love. With who? With whomever he wants, PJ. Was it, is it like a bull or a person? I no, think it would be a, a person. Oh, oh, oh see? see? That's why I needed to clarify. Okay, <laughs> no. don't get on my case here. I thought it was going to be like a hot-headed young person who's just a like- A bull that falls in love with a bullfighter? oh my god but like in human form i thought like you know like oh this girl has to tame him because he's like hot-headed or vice versa she's hot-headed uh yes finishing out a romance with with the hit bestiality (laughs) uh anime toradora where a bullfighter and a bull fall deeply in love hey b-movie did this first hey she's not wrong All right, well, once you saw the poster, I'm sure your thoughts changed at least a little bit. Just slightly. Yeah, no, it definitely changed. So it's not bulls. Ah, humans. (laughs) Oh, no animals to be seen. Which view is the (laughs) bullfighter? I don't see any red here. Yeah, no, so there's no bulls, but everyone seems very emotional on this poster and all up in their feelings. We got some more school-aged kids in this anime. They're all little little school kids this little girl in front and center looks super angry she is the spitfire you don't cross her because she's gonna kick your ass she's hiding a lot of like repressed feelings i'm assuming because she's front and center she's gonna be our like main love interest and so will this other boy who is standing kind of behind her slash next to her he's very sweet he's very quiet and he is absolutely head over heels in love for this little girl And he's really not sure what he's gotten himself into because she is she's like such a big ball of energy and he is like so not. So they like opposites attract sort of thing is the vibe that I'm getting. What about their friends in the back? Yeah, their little friends. I said that the blue haired girl is their sarcastic one and she keeps the the main spitfire grounded. The little boy with the glasses. I said he's the smart one. And he knows how to solve all of his problem, all of everyone's problems. So he's like the one that everyone goes to for advice. And then the little red haired girl, she's the happy sunshine character. She's the one who's super carefree and always brings that 
optimism into the group. Okay, I think that's a fairly, uh, you know, good round out of tropes uh, for romance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell me, so obviously you you anticipate a romance between our our main three. Do you think there will be any side romances? Do you think any of these will be a red herring romance or a betrayal romance anywhere Ooh, uh, within this friend group? Romance. Whoa, I did not get any sort of those vibes. I thought it was just going to be these two who are closest, though, so they were the main romance. There could be a side romance. But I don't know. I just thought that the the back three were just like the supportive friend group. I didn't envision any of them into one another. Lauren clearly never watched any Degrassi. <laughs> Lauren did not watch Degrassi. <laughs> Honestly, Degrassi is so fun, Lauren. A lot of people are excited about it. I've just never watched it. Well, regardless of not having watched Degrassi, soon you will have watched Toradora because we're going to take a quick break to watch episodes one and two of Toradora. So stay tuned, everyone. All right, we're back and we had Lauren watch episodes one and two of Toradora. Tell me, Lauren, what did you think? I mean, I've watched my fair share of romance things and I've like read romance stories and I am not yet sold on this couple. And that's like the first time I'm like, I don't know if these two should be together. <laughs> This is also my first time watching this anime, and I was very much like, I don't support this. I don't I don't know about this. <laughs> Absolutely. So PJ was convinced that he had seen this anime, and I was like, I don't think you have. And he's like, no, I have. And then I got a text from him the other day. It's like, I have not seen this anime before. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm still not positive what I thought I had seen, because I had seen the poster for this in like, it was like a TikTok, like, put a finger down if you've seen this anime. And I was like, I've seen this. You put the finger down. I put my finger down. And yeah. then immediately, as soon as we started, like literally the start of the anime, I was like, I have not seen this. Well, I hadn't either. So same boat. That's good to know, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but regardless of if I've seen it or not, I've done the research. So let's get into that research by going through some housekeeping. So Toradora is based on a light novel series by Yuko Takamiya and published by ASCII Media Works that released from March 2006 to March 2009 for 10 volumes. There is a spin-off light novel aptly named Toradora Spin-Off, also by Yuko for ASCII that ran for 3 volumes between May 2007 and April 2010. Yuyuko also helmed the manga adaptation, which ran in Dengeko Comic Gown Magazine from July 2007 to present for a current total of 9 volumes. The anime was written by Tatsuyuki Nagai and produced by JC Staff, running from October 2008 to March 2009 for 25 episodes. An OVA was also released December 2011 by the same team, along with a series of DVD-exclusive chibi minisodes titled Toradora SOS Hooray for Foodies. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I think it's like little cooking segments. Oh my god. I mean, listen, I'm confused about this right now, like the anime itself, but I... I think I'd watch that. <laughs> In addition to all of this, there was also a 38-episode internet radio show that ran from May to September of 2009 titled Torado Radio and a visual novel game that released on PSP in 2009. With all of that, let's quickly run down episode 1 and 2. Ryuji Takasu, discontented about how his eyes make him look like an intimidating delinquent, prepares for his first day of his second year of high school. On the way to class, he bumps into Taiga Aisaka, a diminutive girl known for her fierce temper, who is in the same class as him by coincidence. After class, Taiga accidentally puts a love letter in Ryuji's bag, which was meant for Ryuji's best friend, Yusako Kitamura, instead. 
Taiga later comes to Ryuji's house that night to kill him for knowing her about her secret, but Ryuji tells Taiga that the envelope was empty. Ryuji reveals that he has a love interest for his classmate Minoto Kushiera, who is Taiga's best friend. To calm Taiga down, Ryuji tells her that he will do anything to help her with Yusaku. The next morning, Ryuji finds out that Taiga lives in an apartment building next to his house. When he visits her, he cleans the kitchen and serves her breakfast. During basketball warm-up exercises, Ryuji and Taiga pair up as partners in which Taiga plans to become paired with Yusuku after Ryuji knocks out Yusuku's partner with a basketball. Ryuji realizes that his classmate Mayakihara is Yusuku's partner. He knocks out Taiga instead. Later, Taiga attempts to catch up to Yusuku and give him a bag of cookies she made. However, she slips off the stairs and throws the bag out the window in the process while Ryuji breaks the fall. After she recovers the bag, Ryuji happily eats the cookies. Since Ryuji and Taiga are often together, their classmates mistake the two as a couple, much to Taiga's anger. The next day, Taiga tries to set the record straight and confess her love to Yusuku. Ryuji, who overhears Taiga being rejected by Yusuku, vows to be strong enough, like a dragon, to stand by Taiga as a tiger and that's episode one and two of toradora i do have a little bit of a fun fact i'm ready it's kind of a throwback to horamiya except this was way earlier okay because toradora it basically just means um tiger and dragon put together that makes a lot of sense so yeah tora is like the actual japanese word for tiger dora is like there's a lot of Japanese words that are I don't know exactly what kind what they're called, but they're like anglicized versions of English words. Like it's the opposite of anglicized versions of Eng- of English words. Okay. Uh, they do have an actual word for dragon, but like the reverse anglicized. I'm sure there's a term for this is dragon. Okay, so so it's Tora Dora, which tiger is tiger dragon. Yeah, that's actually really cute. I like that that title. Nothing to do with bulls, but I wasn't far off with the animal connection. So I right. had some animal stuff in there, <laughs> just not the right animals. If you were like super into old war movies, you would have been like, oh, like the movie Tora Tora. <laughs> Tora Tora. I have heard of it, but I've not watched it. So that you know, that was another option that I just blazed right on by to go for bullfighters instead. at least i didn't do like judaism like the torah wow i didn't even think about that i didn't either there's so many routes we could have gotten lauren took actively the worst one <laughs> well what else would happen on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> but yeah let's talk about this anime she's like so mean and like so mean like i've watched my fair share of like sundere enemies to lovers like mm-hmm, i've watched so mm-hmm, much of it mm-hmm. But like, fuck, I don't like Taiga. No. At all. No. In these two episodes, she is the bitchiest bitch. She's so fucking mean. And like, I understand, right? Like, you see that she's clearly neglected by her parents. She's basically raising herself. She has she has a lot of trauma. And you see that, right? I understand she has a a really hard past. But I still feel absolutely like no sympathy for this girl. None she's, at all. No. Like she's such a little demon. Honestly, she's borderline yandere. So like she is borderline yandere. This bitch gonna kill somebody. Literally, is- she was trying to kill him. She broke into his house in the middle of the fucking night with a sword and was like, "You must die." Victim blame too. She's like, "If you hadn't done this, I." And he's like, yeah, I didn't that's do abusive anything. relationship shit. And he's it immediately is. Stockholm syndrome to her. Immediately. Oh yeah, no. He I see him already liking her, but I'm like, little boy, you can't. And like do she's so much clearly better. starting to like him too. Right. But I don't support this relationship. And don't no. get me wrong, for our listeners, I am very well aware. 
I am very well aware that Toradora is one of the most popular romances in anime. Mm, I don't get it in two episodes. I don't get it. Yeah, no. The first two episodes I've seen, I don't like her so much that I'm like, I don't know if I'd continue watching this. If it was a romance between Ryuji and... The little pink, yeah, the little pink-haired girl. I'd be so I, down. I actively, I okay. Let's talk about how funny she is. She's so funny. Oh. She's such a perfect manic pixie dream girl. She is. <laughs> oh, she's so cute. <laughs> when she's, she's on the so- roof. <laughs> yeah, when, I hey, I love that roof scene when when Kushida and uh, Kitamura are there just like being like fucking Team Rocket ass fucking poses, <laughs> being like, "We support your relationship, but don't you hurt my friend." <laughs> that's it. That's just funny. I love so much about this anime. I want to say oh, like, yes. I love uh, pretty much every character, but Taiga. I even love Ryuji. I want him to be happy. I just don't oh. want him to be happy with Taiga. Ryuji Honestly. is literally the best. He endures so much. He's even, such a sweet boy. Even before Taiga, I just I feel so bad for him because he just wants to have friends and be since he has like mean looking eyes. He has uh, what I put resting delinquent face. <laughs> Oh, no. It's true, though. RDF. Yeah. (laughs) Can I say that? Yeah, I absolutely love, but also see, like, where, like, it has led to his trauma, his mom. Oh, man, that was Uh, I. Uh, his immature MILF mom uh, like MILF is mom, young gravy. Fucking so, so MILFy. Like, I was, I immediately, she she was on the screen and I was like, this, this woman, uh, who was it that sailed a thousand ships? Helen of Troy. Helen of Troy uh, was so beautiful that it set sail a thousand ships. His mom is so MILFy that it set sail a thousand rule 34s. <laughs> <laughs> And also, uh, though, oh. like, let's talk about the problematic parts of his mom, which is that she, like, low-key romanticizes her son. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that was so he's, he's definitely a victim of parentification. Oh, he oh, is. A, yes. uh, yeah, that was the other thing I had is he's totally parentified. Like, he takes full care of her and the house. Mm-hmm. She is, like, a mess. And now Tyga. And Tyga. Yeah, he, he very much just falls into that role. Like, he's just, like... I'm gonna go to your apartment and clean it, and I'm gonna like feed you. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, he is the care. He is the caretaker. Yeah, and yeah. he naturally falls into that role because of the trauma he has in his life. Yeah, with his mom. Like, but again, like the fact I don't know, his mom's such a boy mom, but without the Ugh. like, like that weird thing that boy moms do, where they're like, ah, I was his first love. Type yeah, of weird mm-hmm. shit. Where yeah. like I like mm-hmm. I, like when she's like getting like a little blush, when she's like, ah, when you do that, you look just like your dad. I was like, gross. Are you trying to fuck your son right now? <laughs> I don't want and then this. He gets mad, and she's like, "Up oh, now, more. I'm even more. <laughs> you even uh, look yeah. like it more." Oh God, I do so. love though how in love she was with uh, his father. I do and agree. That's, that's fine. Like, I think that's very sweet that she was like so in love with him. It clearly they seem to have a really nice relationship with each other. Not to the point where you are like, well, you look so much like your father. Now I'm getting confused as to who I'm in love with. Oh, I don't I don't think it was that deep. It's not. I do love the point where she's like, uh, your dad used to carry magazines in his belt just in case he ever got stabbed. I was just like, I, but oh. she's like saying that like, God, that shit's so hot. But like, you know, there are people like that who are just like hella hella in a bad boys. Like mm-hmm. that's like their shit dog. That's her shit. 
If like they saw a guy like beat the fucking ever loving ever loving hell out of somebody, and like they saw like the outline of like a knife or like a gun in their pants, they'd be like, "This is what makes me wet." It's basically the Barbie killers. This means nothing to me. Please explain. Nor me. Oh, okay. So they're like a really, really bad like couple of murderers together. And she started out or like he was already doing like a bunch of bad stuff and murdering and a whole bunch of stuff. And she was just like, holy shit, this is so fucking hot. I hate she's like very violent. So anytime he would be very violent, she's like, this is the best. I like the idea that at some point in their, like, run, someone was like, oh, are they a couple? And someone was like, yeah, a couple of murderers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> God. You know what? Shit like that happens. Like, look at, like, I mean, it's a movie, but, like, look at Bonnie like, shit God. like Heathers or, like, Natural Born Killers. Natural Born Killers. Like, uh, it is, like, a trope, but it happens a lot. There's a reason that serial killers get married in prison and get, like, love letters. Like, look at Richard Ramirez. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, no, it's... Uh... Also, what's her job? Is she a lounge singer? What was she doing at the She's end like there? a lounge host. Okay. Okay. Like, clearly a job where she's, like, tipped for her looks was, like, the vibe. Yeah. I mean, I get it. She is very attractive. At first, I was like, is she so young that at first when, like, she did, like, the leg thing, I was like, is he fucking this woman? <laughs> right? <laughs> well, like, oh, no. well, like not, not, not in a, like, oh, he's fucking his mom, but, like, I thought this was just, like, a, a girl a he had over. Yes. Like, you know, the one night stand from last night type of thing. Like, especially considering that Ryuji looks so mature. Yes. Which is why people are so scared of him. He he looks old and he looks scary because he looks like his dad, who looks just like the main character from Way of the House Husband. Oh, I love that anime. I think you guys have told me about that anime. We mentioned it in our monthly wrap up for last month where we were talking about anime we would have added obviously if there was like more time Mm -hmm. like other comedy anime to add it's very funny anime we'd have to get into it though yeah in case we do do it at some point god he was so i love how annoyed he is around his mother that's always so funny he calls her by her first name yeah which i don't know i don't know about japanese culture but yeah, he's calling his mom by her first name. Uh, but to your question of like, I don't know what it's like in Japanese culture. A total like it's a it's a respect culture. Yeah, so like that is like the ultimate would be disrespectful, diss. but like it's like that's just the relationship they have. Like you barely even call your friends by their first name. Yeah, it's a yeah. big. I mean, we've mentioned this in Romance Month because it comes up a lot in Romance. It does. Yeah, it's a big deal when you call someone by their first name. Finally, like, that means that you're like close, close. Hmm. I mean, it was the same thing in here when he called Tiger. Instead of calling her I, he calls her Tiger. And she it got was like a yeah. A she excited. got like a little flustered. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She had like a little doki doki moment. Sure. Can you explain doki doki to you? Laura? Uh, doki doki is like a heart, like a fast heartbeat. Uh oh. Instead of like ba bum ba bum, they say like doki doki. Oh, that's awesome! I love that. Is this so doki 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 doki? <laughs> and then it becomes like a big thing. It's a big thing culturally, like in terms of like it's used a lot. Like a lot of romance songs or like cutesy love songs will have like Doki Doki somewhere in there. Aww. I mean, it says Doki Doki a few times in this intro song, which we'll talk about later. Sure. But like a lot of songs will say Doki Doki somewhere in them. There's this very unique game, is all I'll put about it in case, I don't know, someday we do ga- anime games. Oh. Called Doki Doki Literature Club. It's all, yeah, it's all just heart. 
It's all heart-related. Uh, someone called the Doki Surgeon. Dumb. <laughs> Absolutely dumb. <laughs> the Doki Doki Surgeon. So, okay, but yes. So I like every character in this. Mm-hmm. I'm not to even say that I, like, super dislike Taika. I think in a different anime, I would maybe like her. Listen, if she was, like, the side, side friend, character, I would be I so into I think she's so it. funny. I would yes. think she was so funny. She would probably be one of my favorites. Yes, because yeah. she's just so intense. Well, honestly, she's literally every short person stereotype you see. Like, literally, like, anytime you see, like, a short person meme, there's that one that's like, oh, we're so mean because we're closer to hell. And, like, (laughs) oh, we're just, like, a, like, a ball of rage. It's just, like, a big beat. Big bead, big bead this. Big bead this. <laughs> Even one of our coworkers at work is very like, oh, yeah, I like, I will like beat anyone up. It doesn't matter how tall they are. I'm just like, okay. Yeah, short people all have chihuahua energy. <laughs> Does that mean that tall people all have like the big dog energy where they think they're smaller than they are? Sometimes. They can. It just depends person to person. Obviously, this is a generalization. There are short people who sure. are, do not have chihuahua energy. But, like, <laughs> this is, like, big chihuahua energy. She, this Taiga has big chihuahua energy. Like, she's mean chihuahua energy. Yeah. Yes. She's, like, that chihuahua that doesn't like anybody, and she's gonna growl no matter who's approaching her. She barely likes her owner. Barely. And that's only because oh, and, he like, feeds her. Speaking of dogs, though, I don't like that her like thing for him is that he's like a mongrel oh my god that got me so heated when she's like oh you're gonna agree to do everything i say and be my little dog who's super obedient i was like that no thank you i was like thank you did that like awaken a kink for him though (laughs) i do like low-key think he has like like a degradation a degradation kink but we've talked about this in other anime i do think there is like something that turns him on and we've talked about this in other anime mm-hmm. where he is the parrot and someone is telling him what to do again yeah that's yeah. twilight baby that's twilight, twilight it's low-key horimiya mm-hmm. it is a little bit when she starts getting into her like kink phase in horimiya yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but reversed yeah yeah no i i see that aspect of it for sure like i and he but he's like literally too good for her he's so sweet he's He's such a nice boy boy. oh like she's so unappreciative of the things she does for her when he came over and did her dishes clean the entire (laughs) apartment apartment. can i say what he when he walked in and everything was a mess i was like oh my god i need to clean this right now so he's like i need to clean this right now i went ah kindred spirits i like that the sink was censored out like it was porn That's how our sink has gotten in the past. I've definitely had situations where, like, Skylar was like, we had, like, an agreement, like, all right, I'll cook, Skylar will clean. And then, like, I'll cook for, like, six nights in a row and she won't clean and then continue to not to clean. And then, like, three months later, it's, like, a science experiment that I have to, like, break through with, like, gas masks and, like, (laughs) industrial solvents. Can I come clean for you? (laughs) Please don't offer this, Lauren. Also, Don Power Wash, please sponsor us. Don Power sponsor us, but I have some notes. Oh, 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 oh my God. Not notes for Don um, Power the note Wash. Is, uh, the Don Power Wash stains my uh, my painted nails. Wear gloves, PJ. That's what yeah. the 50s housewives did. Well, I always wear gloves. I'm a 50s housewife in this house, and my 50s house husband, Skylar, has not sought to buy me gloves. Or gelatin to make all of your weird 50s jello dishes. There's this thing that happens uh, with PJ that oh. um, I'm a, the friends of PJ might know. He goes mm. on thought journeys. 
just a little, just a few. Where one thought will lead to another, to another, to another, to another, and it happens super duper fast. And mm-hmm. then like we'll be talking about something, and like three seconds later, I'll bring up the end of that thought journey, and it makes no sense. It's Absolutely not like no exactly sense. like ADHD, where I'm just moving to a different topic. I've had 17 conversations that have now led to this in the span of like two seconds. Just on his tricky. own, without you. Yeah. So let me walk you through this thought journey that led Let's me go. here. Skylar was like, yeah, 50s housewife. And I was like, wow, remember when Skylar was a 50s housewife for her family? Her family's home really kind of started falling apart after Skylar left because she was the one cleaning it. I'm glad that they finally got it together and are cleaning it now. You know what it reminds me of is how bad it would smell when we would go over. Part of the reason why it smells so bad was of Skylar's family dog, Bella, who is way too old to be alive and probably should have been put down a little earlier than she was. Speaking of which, this fucking parrot shouldn't be alive. (laughs) Oh my god! But I love how much Ruiji loves the parrot. He loves it so much. I mean, this parrot is wrecked. It is rough. Oh, man. I don't know if there's many redeeming qualities other than the fact that he loves it so much. (laughs) I love when she calls it ugly. And he's like, don't you call my parrot ugly. Don't you call him ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Even though there's like feathers actively molting off of him molting off of him anytime he gets like remotely stressed yeah and he gets stressed just trying to talk because he's a parent who can't talk i love him oh my god oh i do love him but i was like y'all this this animal looks like it's in pain being alive (laughs) this parrot probably should have gone the way of the dodo (laughs) bird jokes just more bird jokes On Kauai disappointment. <laughs> Are you saying disabled people need to be put down, Lauren? That's damn. not at all what I was saying. Because this bird damn. is truly disabled. Damn. No. I, damn. Ugh, are you going to cancel me? Do you deserve to be canceled? I don't think do I think? do, but I don't think so because I never said or thought those things. <laughs> you said and thought them. Well, the implication. The mm. implication. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, this bird is riggedy rough. Riggedy rough. <laughs> he, he is. Got, he got so excited that he almost said his own name, though. Like mm-hmm. That he like literally molted off half of the fur on his head. <laughs> <laughs> this poor little birdie. Ugh. I'm not ready for the day, though, when this bird does die. Because Ryuji's going to be like, just... Dis- just devastated. Oh, this poor little boy. Konnichiwa, my fellow weebs. An exciting one this week as Lauren and I argue against arguably one of the most beloved romances in all of anime. Just make sure you listen until the end of the episode before you send your hate mail, just in case we change our minds, or maybe we even change yours. Head on over to our Patreon after this episode, where patrons will have access to our newest bonus episode, our reduced redo on Yuri on Ice. Listen to Lauren fawn over History Maker, and while you're there, check out our January bonus episodes. Next week, we will be releasing our second bonus episode for the month, where Skylar educates Lauren and I on the most toxic tropes in romance anime. So if you're excited to hear what Skylar has to say about your favorite trope, want a question answered on February's wrap-up, or are just excited to hear that episode and any of the other bonus content we have planned to come down the pipeline, you can find us on Patreon by searching Kawaii Disappointment or by going to patreon.com slash kawaiidesupod. A special shout out to our wonderful patrons, all six currently Super Desu patrons, our $5 tier, Nene Killua, Match Girl Girl Charlotte, Brad the Bard, Alex J, Revelin and Isekai, and our newest patron, Jellums. You're all pretty kawaii Desu in my book. 
Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Kawaii Desu Pod, or go to kawaiidesupod.com for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review for us on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. We will see you all again next week as we finish out Romance Month with Kamisama Kiss. Now, back to the podcast. I love that. <laughs> I love when he dropped off wallets and then the, the office oh my people God. were like, wow, you find a lot of wallets, but it's just people giving him his wallet. I do love that people, like, he's like, hey, and they're like, oh shit, here's our wallet. <laughs> and he's like, please, I'm not trying to rob you. They're like, we don't have anything else. Or and the they're teacher. like jumping up and down. Oh my God. The teacher. What did the teacher do? I forget. Oh, so like when she called him to the office and he was like, oh, I'm sorry. And he put his hand like behind his back, you know, to like be like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she's just like, oh, <laughs> like she thought he was going to like attack like, her for a knife or something. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. This was in. This is in the beginning of episode one, because then he's like, I don't know what to write about. And then he's digging in his bag and finds the love note at home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the teacher definitely is all, everyone's scared of him. Again, he has yeah. resting delinquent phase. And that makes me so sad because he like really hates himself and he hates his dad because yeah. of it. And also, though, that's another thing where Taiga doesn't treat him that way. Yeah, she's not afraid of him at all. So... That I again, I see where the anime is coming from. I see the relationship they're setting up. Mm-hmm. I still don't support it. <laughs> I because of because Taiga right now has no redeeming qualities. None. Like, and don't get me wrong, the anime tries to give her redeeming qualities, right? Like, she's klutzy and like she's in love with somebody and like she's sweet she's when she's friend. talking about him. She's a good friend to mm-hmm. Kushida, right? And you also have like her like, uh, like my parents, they don't love me. So mm-hmm. I get to be a mm-hmm. monster to people. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I do love that she had the sniffles and then as soon as he cleaned all the mold and bullshit out of her apartment, she was like fine. I didn't make that connection, but damn. No, but that's exactly really what it is. is. Taking care of her, yeah. Like literally the storyline was Homegirl is living in such filth that she's getting sick. And then he came in and made her better in more ways than one. (laughs) 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 Romance, baby. Listen, I'm sure as the anime goes on, she starts to like open up more and she starts to, you start to learn more and more about her, right? But yeah, no, just seeing the first two episodes, this this girl got nothing. I'm not rooting for her at all. When he like catches her as she's falling, and it's just like, such an intimately like sweet drawn like moment like mm-hmm. i was just like damn he's being so yeah. tender right now at every turn in this anime the anime wants me to want them to be a couple yeah. and i right now actively am going against it <laughs> uh but i do love what like so we've talked about this a little bit but something that's really important in like these shows is like love confessions like love confessions are like this big thing mm-hmm. you have to like well up to it has to be like it's always like this like big crescendo moment mm-hmm. yeah you know you have taiga's love confession to uh kitamura mm-hmm. and you know she like finally like gets it over with and i do kind of love the way that they explore like the importance of a love confession like her kind of resolve to do it mm-hmm. but also kind of love his rejection of her <laughs> 
<sighs> not because I dislike her, but he does it so masterfully where he says so much, but also says nothing. Yes. Yeah. He yeah. essentially, break, if you break it down, he says like, ah, I can tell that you are super into Ryuji. I see it. I'm not dumb. But that said, I'm also still not into you, but I actually, because you're going to be with Ryuji, I am excited for us to become friends it's like what he essentially says but he says <laughs> yeah. that in like the weirdest roundabout ways where she's like wait what's happening am i being rejected right now what are you saying yeah but then she gets excited about the prospect of being friends she does yeah <laughs> this is so toxic um if i didn't know that obviously this anime was trying to set up ryuji and taiga to be a couple i would honestly really root for them as a as an interesting best friend dynamic oh yes! yeah definitely oh i would 100 percent support that if they were actively still in love with the other people in the anime and they work together as friends in a like fake relationship but don't fall in love don't I mean, fall into the full that's i would be into basically it. what's happening that is like mm-hmm. the plot well yeah. I mean, that's what the plot devices but it's not the plot the plot de- it would be the plot if they never got together <laughs> yeah they're going towards a relationship but if that was just it and they were just be- they just became best friends i would be so into this but as it says right now yeah i don't support it but I do kind of like the relationships that they are trying to set up. Like, I do like the slightly different person that Taika is when she is talking to Kitamura. Like, she is so much more tender, more wholesome. And I like that Kushida also isn't scared of Ryuji because she's so, like, flighty. Yeah. Like, she just yeah. says such funny things. She's, like, a perfect Manny PC Dream Girl. She just says, like, things. And she literally pulls, like, a, like, the girls who get it, get it. And the girls who don't, don't. In episode <laughs> two during the basketball game. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, she I feel like she's definitely the blueprint for Chica from Lo- uh Love is War. Oh, 100%. Kushido walked so Chica could run. <laughs> <laughs> uh she's like such a perfect like uh romantic foil friend. Mm-hmm. Uh where she's like there, but she's like she's not seeking anything out with anybody. She's just doing her like she's doing her thing. She's doing her thing. Mhm. Uh, and again, though, I do love how good of friends Kushida and Taigar and how good of friends Kitamura and Ryuji are. Like, I literally, like, was so touched at that moment in episode one when Kitamura, when Ryuji's kind of like, damn, it's a new class. People are going to, you know, it always takes me like a few months for people to realize that I'm not scary. I'm just like mm-hmm. a person. Mm-hmm. And Kitamura's like, well, don't worry. At least one person already knows who you really are. And I was like, aw, that's so sweet. <laughs> sweet baby. Ugh. I love when he eats all the cookies and he's like, these are great. And then she's like, uh, later, like, oh, I tried some crumbs. They're very salty. This also reminds me me of uh, that moment in Horimiya when he eats all the burnt cookies. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's his face? God, I forget his name. Uh, but the best friend from Hor- the male best friend from Horimiya. Like stuff like that is very troped out in the romance genre where it's like the you like Barrett because like you love them so much type of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And he ate the entire bag so that she's, he's like, oh, they're really good. I'm going to eat all of these so you don't try any. <laughs> I mean, I don't know she if that was his thought process. She almost gave those but... to Kitamura. She did too. Yikes. Um, yeah, no, Homegirl is so violent. Homegirl Mm-mm. is so, like the first interaction they ever have, she fucking knocks him on his ass with like a fucking haymaker which like for a first interaction i didn't mind as much it was when she broke into his house in the middle of the night oh uh, yes we have not talked enough about him 
The fact that she was trying to kill him. Yes, actively trying to kill him. Well, I mean, okay, I'm not I'm not making excuses. She did specify afterwards that she's not trying to kill him. She's just trying to give him amnesia with a she's hard enough to knock him to the head. Your brain damage. Yes. <laughs> like yes! she is a psychopath. Like this Absolutely. is Red Flag City. Yes. Right here. I like the first time they meet, whatever. Like, okay, she's a little violent. This is a child who uh It's wasn't about to try guaranteed. to uh, give someone intense brain damage. I agree, Skylar. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. Like yeah. she's never had any guidance apparently from her parents or anything. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Skylar should be a fucking defense lawyer for child serial killers. <laughs> She's over well, here she's like, become a child psychologist, you see, right? they're a victim of their environment, so that's why they killed the seven boys. It wasn't really their fault. It was the faults of their parents who weren't there to tell them it was wrong. And then that's when the other lawyer comes up and says, but her parents aren't on trial. She is. And now I may be a simple country lawyer. Now I might just be a simple country lawyer, but I do believe that this woman came into this man's apartment, broke in, breaking and entering is a crime in no. these parts if I do declare myself, and then tried to bur- severely bash his head in with a kendo stick, which I do believe is assault and battery. Now, I'm a simple person lawyer who lives Uh, in an apartment in the city. No. And I say... (laughs) What do you say? No, I'm interested. What do you say? Go, Skylar. Obviously, we know she comes from a place of privilege based on the high-rise that she fucking lives in. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not excusing her behavior. That's psychotic. I'm just saying I don't think she was ever like parented enough for her to like really know the weight all right this is a part of quiet appointment where we debate nature versus nurture (laughs) (laughs) yeah i again they do very much make her sympathetic throughout the episode like you know you get like the little glimpses of her like smiling when she's not Mm -hmm. being like she'll say something really shitty but like oh was that a smile maybe she maybe it wasn't that shitty uh or or, like she'll like be like feed me dog boy and then it's like my parents don't feed me because they don't love me. I'm like, so tired of like eating pre-prepared I'm so tired food. of getting to eat whatever I want literally always. I want a home-cooked, a home-cooked meal from meal. you, but I won't thank you for it, and I will treat dog you like a dog boy. the entire time. She's the mean version of Cooper from um, American Housewife. Yeah. Where he's like super rich, and he's like, oh, I love commoner love. I mean, <laughs> fucking some Oran High School host club ass shit. Honestly, yeah. Um, I think what appeals to a lot of people because again a lot of people love this anime this is, uh, yeah mm-hmm. i i know the derision that we are creating here i think what appeals to a lot of people is like you do get those kind of wallflower uh, protagonists you get a lot of um you know very tender sometimes a little bit spastic but always like uh really sweet you get like a, a dere dere protagonist a lot which is basically like middle of the road like sweet and is very likable mm-hmm. so i, I think that protagonists love everyone though no not not romantically love everyone they have a lot of love to give mm. a lot of protagonists have uh like dare dare like energy toru from frat <laughs> from frat's basket toru from, from fruit's <laughs> basket and i think a lot of people are used to those types of um protagonist Mm -hmm. and she just subverts that she's just 
fucking mean. <laughs> Which, like, yes. I think could be done well. Mm-hmm. I think it could, too. Uh, I, th- I point to, like, Nagatoro as, like, a perfect example of, like, kind of, like, a shitty, shitty person that works. Because, like, it comes from a place of, like, fun or, like, honestly, even from, like, a place of, like, joy and pleasure. But, like, she's just mean for mean's sake, you know? Yep. Yep. At least so far. I mean, like again, I said, I'm sure again, it unfolds. It might change, but she's better than fucking what's her bitch face from um Higarashi. Well, fucking duh. Oh, okay. I'm not yeah. saying that she's the worst character in anime. I'm just no. I I even said I like her enough. Like I like her as a character. As a character, I just yes. don't like her as a romantic the main love, love interest. interest. And the yes. point is yes. that this is romance month, and I have to care about the romance in this anime. All of those things I absolutely agree with. It's it's romance month and you have to care about the romance. And right now you don't. Uh, but you know what I do care about is talking about music in anime. Because I think mm. we've Woo! debated Toradora enough. It's time to listen to the OP. and uh, It's time to talk about the OP and ED for Toradora. So our OP is pre-parade by Ri Kugimiya, Eri Kitamura, and Yui Hori, who are the voices for Taiga, Ami, and Minori Kushida. Lauren, tell me what did you think? It's very upbeat and kind of cutesy. At first when I was listening to it, other than the panic of, oh God, I don't know who would sing this in a contemporary music environment, I was ambivalent. But the more I listened to it, the more I really liked it. Yeah, I think this song benefited greatly from being hard to pin down. Mm-hmm. Strictly because I heard it once, like I heard it the two times while we watched the episodes. Right. And I was like, oh yeah, this is cute. But yeah. because I had to re-listen to it like 78 times because I was like, who the fuck do I pick for this? <laughs> who do I pick for this? <laughs> I It grew on me a lot. Like Absolutely. I really grew to like it a lot. I'm in the same boat. It's classic. It's so cute. I love it. It's dancey. It's real mm-hmm. dancey. It like it was very hyper and it made me happy. And you're like, this is the kind of energy. No, that's a lie. I was gonna say this is the energy that like Taiga has. I was like, nope, she needs like death metal music. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> uh yeah, she's fucking a fucking Yeah, she's insane. <laughs> And similar vibe to that OP, we obviously have our ED, which is Vanilla Salt by Yui Hori, again, the voice actress for Minoru Kushida.
Lauren, tell me what you thought of that outro. It fits the vibe. It's very, it's a very good partner to the intro. Um, I feel like they tell the same type of story. This one was a little more cutesy and I I think it was a little too cutesy for me personally. Honestly, I liked it more than the first one. I think because Did I you? like how sweet it is. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this is cute. I love this. This is a good time. It's very wholesome. It's very sweet. I liked that the uh, the intro was a little more dynamic for me, and I liked it a little bit more. I thought the song was okay. Like, I think it's good enough. What sells me on it, and again, that's probably gonna be what happens as you like you know go through the anime i just i was in love with this little tiny tiger i thought this tiny tiger was so cute that was the best part i love when they depict her in um people's palms when they're explaining that she's the palm top tiger yep yeah uh, also just other visual references like in that outro like i love how when they're doing like the walk cycle of the three girls they're, they're all so walking distinct. normally except for shushita who's like kicking yes. her legs like all the way back while she's and walking. swinging her like swinging her arms so wide too she's so funny she's such an out there character again a perfect manic pixie dream girl for this anime even Honestly, in the outro we stand we stand but all of that said let's get to what will probably be the hardest one of these i'll ever have i don't know about you guys uh, let's get to what modern contemporary artist would you pick for these anime intros and outros lauren tell me who would you pick for pre-parade i am not confident at all in either of my choices i kind of just settled and went for a vibe because i could not find a perfect match for the intro, I went with Marina from Marina and the Diamonds. Lauren, I, this is a spoiler, I went with Marina for the outro. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> I couldn't decide which one to place her at, but you know what? Her her bubblegum bitch fits, I feel fits the intro okay. fa- fairly well. Yeah, I think Marina obviously could do this. I think Marina has like the poppiness and obviously very deeper vocals than this. Oh, absolutely. Yes, the um, vocals don't match yeah, at all. No, she fits like the poppiness for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. I win a very different route because I did try to match vocals just a teensy little bit. That's just good. a teensy little bit. Just, just a teensy little bit. It's um, the Italian coming out. <laughs> 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 I went for that old pasta was ooh, uh, Mother Mother. Obviously, specifically the female vocalists in Mother Mother. Wow, that's a perfect vibe fit. And I think the vocals are closer than mine. I don't think the vibe is there at all, but the vocals, I, I do think, think so. I, yeah. I think, like, if you had the female vocalist from Mother Mother singing with uh, Marina, the, Marie, with the diamonds. <laughs> Yeah, with, Marina, the with the diamonds. There you go. So when I was listening to this, I was very like, oh, okay. So my high school <laughs> life really prepared me for this. This just made me feel like I was dancing to DDR, like in the arcades. Mm, yeah. And so for the first one, I went with Smile DK, specifically their song Doki Doki. <laughs> it, this is like a good choice, but like it's so weird how it's so perfect yet so imperfect at the same time of a choice. Mm-hmm. Like I think it has similar bullet points but it's such a different vibe such such a different vocal mm-hmm. i think they could pull it off i think damn it i should have gone with tropical by bambi i think it's a more cohesive choice like i think like lord and i would each get like a 40 percent, and like mm-hmm. but like the 40 percent would be like a strong 40 but like the the other 60 is like beyond weak you get like a 65 which is like overall <laughs> better but like Much it's just better. like as a unit it's like a 30 and 30 that's fair 
Yeah, I would agree. So we we definitely got a lower grade. We definitely all got low grades overall. This is a hard song to pick down. This is probably God. the most stressed I've ever been about picking an artist. It was so hard for me. I... <laughs> Oh my god. I mean, listen, I spend a very long time picking my artists so that I make sure I get the right one. And I don't know music very well, so I have to like really research. But this one I was just despairing the whole time and stressed yeah. out for two days. Like I can't find fucking anybody. Me who woke up twenty minutes. Shut up, Skyler. Lauren, mm-hmm. let's move on to that outro song. Mm-hmm. Who did mm-hmm. you pick for vanilla salt? Okay. I again went for the vibes. This girl does not fit the vocals and it's really only like a like a chunk of one song that i was like fucking maybe and even then it's not very good i went for rita ora her song i will never let you down honestly i did listen to her in uh as a consideration for this lauren you're probably gonna win this one uh, really? yeah, I think I, I think that's a, I think that's a plenty good choice. I think it's hard to nail it down. So like, I don't think any of us are gonna get perfectly there. No, absolutely. But I think not. like Rita Ora could totally hit this. Like she, similar to like your intro, has like a good style match for sure. Mm, I'll take a style match. As I already said, I went with Marina and the Diamonds. What a great choice! I went with Prima Donna Girl for my outro specifically. I know you went with Bubblegum Bitch for the OP. I did. I went with Prima Donna Girl for the outro. Ugh. Yeah, I love Marina. Marina and the Diamonds. I love all the iterations. I think she's a great fit for this vibe. Intro and outro, I guess, because I picked her for intro. Right. Yeah. She has a similar sound, even though the vocals aren't quite there. I think she's a great choice. Uh, what about you, Sky? Run us out. Yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> God. Stuck to my like DDR. Um, mm-hmm. I went with Toy Box, specifically their song Best Friend. I think Toy Box is a great choice. I think Best Friend honestly maybe would have been a better choice for the OP. Yeah, no, honestly, I was really like confused about this. Like I wasn't sure if I should switch it. So now I'm like bummed out that I didn't. I think it would be a good fit for the intro. I don't mind it for the outro. I think this is the closest any of us have gotten. But I think it would have like slapped us that intro. But I mean, regardless, it's a great choice. This was a hard one. I don't begrudge anything. Nor do I begrudge us for uh, now taking a quick break to watch some additional clips, some additional context, and see if Skylar can convince us that this love story is worth following. So we'll be right back. Stay tuned. All right, we're back. We had Lauren watch some additional clips, some additional context, and maybe enough to convince her that love exists in Toradora. (laughs) So Lauren, tell me, we've had a lot of discussion here about what makes a romance viable, right? Mm -hmm. Regardless of the intentions of the authors and the creators, we as an audience might still not see the potential in a love while we are watching it. But I'm more curious in the potential for you to love this anime than the potential for these characters to love each other, mm-hmm. which is why it is time for me to ask Lauren, would you keep watching Toradora? This is the hardest decision I've had to make so far when it comes to will I keep watching? But I really love Ryuji and I love all of the the other like characters. And this is unlike any other romance I've ever seen. It is a very cautious Yes, I will keep watching it because I'm intrigued to see her flip. Now that I've seen her on the other side from context, I'm like, okay, how did she get there? I think I'd see it. Yeah. 
Amazing. I'm very surprised, happily surprised. I was prepared <laughs> for us to have our first Lauren Kawaii disappointment. I was ready for it too, honestly. But uh, Skylar pulled out all the stops on those context clips. It was the Christmas episode. I knew it. <laughs> it wasn't. It, well, kind of. I will say I was... I'm very apprehensive about the romance, but I was curious about how it was going to go. So I was never going to be a disappointment. So I will also gladly add in that I will also continue watching Toradora. Yay! Is that a double success? It's a regular success. This is your. Oh. This is a podcast about what you're into. Not not. Oh. No one cares about PJ. That's not true. <laughs> but regardless, a kawaii success in the book, a hard-fought kawaii success in the book. Very hard-fought, yes. All right, so hard-fought as that kawaii success is, I wonder, was there a character that was your favorite the entire way through? Did the context change it? Lauren, who was your favorite character in Toradora? The context didn't change it. It's, it's Ryuji. He's such a sweet little boy, and I loved him from the beginning and through the end. He's everything. Yeah, Ryuji is definitely also my favorite. Uh, even at the beginning, I mean, I think that's honestly why it was so hard to fight for this romance internally in the first two episodes is because Taiga's so terrible to him. But he's and you so just wonderful. love him. Yeah, he's yes. so likable. He's so lovable. And you want nothing but the best for him. And going <laughs> through the context and seeing their relationship evolve, you see that he only steps it up further. Like, he is such a good partner mm-hmm. to Taiga. And even just a good friend to all of his friends. He's really such a great character. Agreed. Skylar? I would say it was like a close call with Kushida, but it's definitely Ryuji. I love Kushida him. Kushida is so delightful. But I yeah, Ryuji's, so Ryuji's just great. Yeah, he's he's best boy. Best boy Ryuji. Best boy Ryuji. Uh, you absolutely love to see it. I love it when we actually all agree on the best character because it just shows that they are really our best boy. Right. <laughs> really our best boy. But with that said, maybe there's more to see. Because it's time for Is There an MV for That? AMV Anime Music Videos Is there an all right, Lauren, as Rick Astley says, you know the rules, and so do I, <laughs> uh, since we are doing a double AMV round this week. But I will continue to ask you, Lauren, give me your song and artist for Toradora, and we'll have Skylar do the research. So I went on the fact that these two were in love with someone else, and that's like the whole vibe that I went on, because I'd only seen the first two episodes. So I went with The One That Got Away by Katy Perry. Lauren, congratulations. You get full points. Yay. Three-pointer in the book for Lauren. Will PJ get a three-pointer? That's my Let's question. hope so. Uh, all right. So based on this anime and kind of what we talked about a lot was how much I don't think they should be together mm-hmm. at the beginning. And clearly by uh, as the story progresses, that's obviously the crux of this anime, right? Is that transition into it getting better. Yes. But at first, I would say that this relationship is pretty toxic, toxic. by Britney Spears. <laughs> I knew. I was gonna, in my head, I was like, he's either going to do tainted love or toxic. Oh, tainted love would have been good, too. But toxic, I think, is the stronger choice. There is exactly one. I'll take the one because that one still equals wow. three. One still equals. I've never been good at math. <laughs> Medically, <laughs> me too. that is two successes two three-pointers yay who knows though lauren could maybe turn hers into a four it's time for the super secret not so secret bonus point lauren 
Do you think there's an AMV for Toradora to Evanescence bring me to life? All right, Lauren. You've got so many things to consider. Mm-hmm. This anime is violent. And that song isn't violent. It's more sad. But there could be some troubles in this relationship as, yeah. it, as it develops. So is that sad enough and dark enough to have someone think, bring me to life? I don't know about the relationship so much. Like their relationship. I think their pasts are prob- probably both plenty tragic to have this type of emotion behind it. I'm going to say yes. All right. Lauren, you are absolutely correct. There is an AMV for Toradora to Evanescence's Bring Me to Life, rending you out to four points. Oh my god. Killing it in Romance Month. Wow. I guess I know love songs better than comedy. (laughs) The AMV game in January was 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 fucking That was savage. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think I did a little bit more about American Girl than you do, genius. Savage, absolutely savage, just like you were by getting those four points and a hard-earned kawaii success in the book. Good for Toradora. Absolutely love to see it. All our Toradora stands out there, you do not have to riot just yet because we will continue to watch this Mm -hmm. anime. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm glad that we took Lauren through this very, very winding journey through a new anime this week. Very roller coaster like Uh, Thank you as always, Lauren. Of course. Thank you for having me and for showing me a new anime. I hope you had a good time, but more importantly, I hope our listeners had a good time. I hope they had a good time, a fun time, a tiger time, a dragon time, a walking along each other as equals time, (laughs) and some MILF money ass time, because again, we didn't talk about it enough. Call Young Gravy. Call Young Gravy. There are MILFs in the building. Oh, God. Oh, no. But until next time, we hope your wait isn't a kawaii disappointment. I've been PJ. I've been Skylar. I've been Lauren. We should have said our names so terribly to honor uh, that that sick, sick old bird. Bye. Oh, the bird. No. <laughs> hey, oh, my God. Goodbye.